And welcome to the Wednesday Night Tailgate, where the tailgate party never ends. I'm your host, Drill Sarn Z, and we have a special Thanksgiving edition of the show for you this evening. But before we go any further, I would like to bring on my tag team partners for this evening. He has the absolute worst takes in all of sports, but I'm a little... I would like to bring on Tua's only fan, Tyback. What's going on, Sarge? I don't have the worst takes, as I kind of proved a couple weeks ago. Well, all right. How'd you prove that? Hey, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. You shot me down like, like what's it called? Obama just dropping the goddamn bombs, but with the drones over, over in the Middle East, when I brought up saying that the Pats are knocking on the Bills' door. Uh, we're already going with this, huh? I'm gonna come out like I'm gonna come out burning, uh, burning flames out of this uh, that house that's on fire. Cause I'm bringing it back to you. So how about those Patriots? I, I don't even want to talk about the Patriots. Right <laughs> how I you doing, in, Sarge? I want to get into the Thanksgiving stuff first before we get into the yes. the Patriots. All right. And to do that, we'll bring on our other tag team partner this evening. He is the only person that is able to get in a call on Morning Men, and you listen to him right here on the Wednesday Night Tailgate for all the F-bombs he's going to drop. Mike Ruick. What's going on, Fallies? Oh, my God. What a shitty week. Shit, why such a shitty week, man? Because <sighs> the, 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 everything that's going on with the Islanders right now, it's just fucking terrible. I know it's football season, but I, it's just, oh, my God. Seven confirmed COVID cases. The NHL won't let them fucking... Won't let them take a 10-day pause like fucking Ottawa did. It's just fucking absolutely terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. Jeez. Yeah, and they have half their lineup right now. They're literally playing the New York Rangers right now. Half their lineup is their AHL team. Wow. All right. Well, I guess easy win for the Rangers tonight. Let's go. I guess so. And I don't give a shit that the Eagles are good. Fuck the Eagles. They're not going to do anything. They might make the fucking playoffs. Who gives a fuck? They'll still get fucking toasted in the first round. What do you fucking do? Man, disgruntled for real today, huh? I can't stand that the Eagles, like, like this is the bullshit that we get. This is the bullshit that we get with the Eagles. Let's just get into fucking Thanksgiving first, please. Okay. Before we, go, right. before we go on the Eagles. Speaking of, it, it, we, it is thanks, it's Thanksgiving Eve, supposedly the biggest party night of the year. Um, any traditions that either of you two have, uh, like on Thanksgiving Eve, or you just wait till Thanksgiving to to really let it all hang out? Um, I usually do, you know, years prior. We and my friends and my now wife would go out to, uh, you know, we're out on the town for a couple drinks or whatever and do all that. And then it's just either we're at my parents' house or at her mother's house, alternating every every holiday. No, not too bad. What about you, Tyback? Any any big plans? Um, every year, uh, we used to do uh, Thanksgiving over my grandparents, and then as they got older, um, it just pushed over to my parents' house, uh, so that they wouldn't have to do as much work. Um, back when when I first turned twenty one, it was the big thing to go out uh, Thanksgiving Eve, blah blah blah, do all that, and I was just like, wait, there's a lot of stupid stuff being done. Uh, and then just then we pulled it back to like hanging out at each other's houses, but with everything going on with COVID right now, it's still we're just playing it safe. 
All right, all right. Uh, we don't have anything planned. We went, speaking of hockey, I went to the Dallas Stars-Edmonton Oilers game last night. Um, was a good time. Uh, Stars, they seemed to, they had almost sold out house, so it was pretty pretty good. Stars won four to one. Um, my daughter is visiting right now, so I just do, as I'm getting older, much older in age, I do the family thing. And um, speaking of, I, what I want to get into with the Thanksgiving is, where do you rank this on your holiday rankings? Like, and I'll go to you first, Tyback. Do you put is this like number one? Do you put it up there or something else higher on your holiday rankings list? Um, as a fat guy, this is number one. Um, and then Christmas is definitely number two. I would have to say, yeah. Um, I, I no, it, it's it's nice, especially to get around with the family, especially sometimes of like like cousins or somebody you don't see for the first time um that can't make it maybe not make it to christmas that's kind of like what my family is is that um i see a lot more family on thanksgiving than i do on christmas because it's uh, a little bit harder to get together for some reason with my family on right around christmas time so i kind of like thanksgiving a little bit more okay what about you rook is uh thanksgiving number one for you as well uh i don't really like i love Thanksgiving because of the fact that it's just I, I love turkey. I, I love having just a nice turkey. Like that's one of my all time, if not the all time greatest meal. Like, you know, you got the Easter ham or the Christmas ham and stuff like that. I could do without the ham. Give me a turkey any goddamn day of the week. I don't give a shit what fucking Evan Cohen says. That's fucking bullshit. I'll eat turkey any fucking day of the week. Anytime I go into a bodega in the city and stuff, and I see that they have the carving board with the turkey, sign me up. Yeah, fuck Evan Cohen. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's I fucking mean, mental. Like, yeah. turkey's so good. It's just the fact that it takes four to five hours to make. I think that's the only reason why people. Yeah, well, well, I can tell you, I can tell you, hang on, Han, when we did Thanksgiving, uh, Friendsgiving, we had what, 15 pound turkeys? Two 13-pound turkeys, and it took about three and a half hours to cook. That's just 13-pound thirteen-pound uh, 13 turkey. You know, that, that we had two of them. We had about 20 people here. But, like, you know, it takes fucking three and a half hours. Nobody nobody has that time. You know, between me and my wife, we both, we both work nine to fives, basically. Nobody's time to fucking sit there and baste the fucking turkey all day. Like, I get it. If you had, like, a stay-at-home wife or something, it, you could have it more often. But like you said, if you, both people in the house are working, you get home at 530, who wants to now cook a turkey for three and a half hours and eat dinner at 9 o'clock at fucking night? I think – Yeah, fluffy cup. That, that, well, Lily, that's why that's why we did two separate turkeys so that we cut the time in half. I think Rubik's sounded like he wants to be a stay-at-home husband. So no, he can make God, a turkey no. all he, – he wants to make turkey all uh, every other day. I would love to. That would be fucking fantastic. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, you could have deep fried. You could have smoked. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I would never fuck around with, with a deep fried turkey. Like that that yeah. shit, like I've seen, I've seen firsthand what can happen when you didn't want a deep fried turkey goes fucking wrong. Like Willie was talking about it on Morning Men and shit, but like. I've seen it. It fucking it's scary, man. That shit blows up and just oil everywhere. What happened? They, was the turkey still frozen when they put it in? 
Yeah, the, the like like Willie said, the fucking uh, cavern inside, like where you take out the giblets and stuff it with the stuffing, it still had a little bit of moisture and fucking wetness in it. Ah, that's uh, that's a recipe for disaster right there. So, yeah. see, I know dirty talking about the deep fried. I make mine the deep fried way. I just don't deep fry. I just put it in the oven. But I make it the same way with all the like shoot it up with all the like the juices and stuff. And Lily, Lily is over exaggerating. Didn't take me fucking six hours to make a turkey for Friendsgiving. It was like four and a half. All right, she's just <laughs> impatient. That that's all she is. All right, so. I'm also anti, like, I think it's more Evan doesn't like his family and he, he just, he's like, I don't even, I don't even think he goes, I don't even think he goes to his, his family's house. I think he goes to his mother and uh, mother and his in-laws rather. Yeah. I think that's the problem is people go to their in-laws and they don't really like their in-laws. So they get, no, like, he loves his in-laws. Like he loves mm-hmm. his in-laws. Yeah, they they his, him and his in laws have a better relationship than him and his parents. Like, pro like his, well, his mom definitely. I thought he liked his mom. He just makes the he just goofs. No, her, I he can't can't stand his mom. Oh, okay. Well, you learned something learned something new here on the Wednesday night tailgate. Evan Cohen doesn't like his mom. I didn't think that was breaking news. <laughs> I I just thought she always made. I always thought she, he just joked on her like how he does the voice and. Oh no, that. he can't. He can't sit like like you know. Evan Evan's very you know, um, you know, materialistic too. Like he talks about Gucci and all that, but like his mother's the same way, and he always says something about like you know his, his mom. I'm like I'm like you know that's a little extreme, to a point. Yeah, all so- turkeys must be vaccinated. Shut up. <laughs> uh, they-, <laughs> they they do they do with the with the yeah. uh, the juices. I inject my turkeys. Yes, so do I. What do you use to inject it, uh, Roy? Um, I don't know. Whatever concoction my wife makes up, but yeah, <laughs> just get those nice juice pockets in there. Yeah. How about do you make your own turkey tieback, or just your your mom and no, your I, your parents I, make it? I just show up, and when when they say dinner's done, <laughs> I have no idea how, on how any of it gets put together. <laughs> All I know is that it's there when I when I walk over. Okay. You're, you're not you're not in, you're not tasked with like bringing something over to the to the house for the, for the oh, dinner. No, no, they they don't trust me with any of that stuff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not even like a pie. <clears throat> yeah, well, to, uh, yeah, I'll go to the goddamn grocery store. But no, my sister would rather uh, be like, no, I need to make everything homemade. Nothing could come from the store. That's that's how weird they are. Everything has to be homemade. They can't. Nothing from a store could be brought in. So, well, so they like, and and and, and they yeah. know that I'd go to the they know I would go to the store and bring something that I would not that I would not make anything. Yeah, I I mean with I I like a good home cooked fucking, you know, meal like that, like everything from from scratch and everything like that. But like I I mean, I'm not going through or, you know, I wouldn't expect anybody to go through all the fucking shit with making pies and brownies and cookie, you know, all that dessert stuff. Yeah. You got enough on your plate. Like if like my mother, if my mother is, is cooking like the turkey, she'll designate. All right. You guys make uh mashed potatoes. You guys bring this, you guys bring that. Like that's, that's the way that we do it. But you know, the older people like my grandmother just usually goes to the grocery store and just like picks up like uh 
those things, uh, those cream puffs, and brings those for dessert. Those are good. I love how Lily said homemade is the best, yet she's not making any homemade pie. You know, but oh, shots fired! Fraud alert! You just said home homemade is the best. You know, so (laughs) I love you, Lily. I'm just busting balls. Is Lily is Lily the type to do the uh, the powdered uh, mashed potatoes? Instead of actually peeling them Ooh. and boiling them and making them, so we do With the powdered, Bob Evans. Here, I'll say this: we do powdered mashed potatoes, like on like regular food, because you know it's just yeah, it's a pain that has to make them. But, <laughs> but for um for Thanksgiving, I will be making the mashed potatoes. That I I'm taking ownership of that. Like I'm making nice. I'm making turkey, the mashed potatoes, and like the mac and cheese. So I'm all I'm all over that. I decide well, I'm, like, now I'm now what ownership. type of mac and cheese. Like oh, the, like baked the, the baked one, the crumble, yeah, the baked, nice. yeah, the baked with the okay. crumbs on the top and stuff. Yes. I, I do the whole like. Um, <laughs> oh, I got. I make the water. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you you got me going now. I so, can't wait to have that tomorrow. Yeah, tie back. I do the oh. butter with the flour. Then I put the fucking the milk and the and the heavy cream, and I get that mm. all mixed up. Then put the cheese in and melt it. Then add the the pasta, mix it all together, and then. Put it in the oven with the you breadcrumbs know, on top put, for another twenty minutes. Put you got uh, what's it called? You got to mix the like the, the breadcrumbs in like on the bottom a little bit, just yeah. a little tiny bit, so you get a little bit of the crunch on the bottom as well. That makes it a little bit better. Yep. yep. All right, I'll try that. I'll try that out tomorrow. All right. Let you know how mm-hmm. it is. Put a little bit on the bottom. All right. And then the mashed potatoes. I got to do the garlic mash. You know, put. A, I had went. I had to go back to the store to get the minced garlic to throw. I'm going to throw it in the mashed potatoes. Tomorrow, yeah, so I I yeah. think ours are technically garlic mashed, right? Ours are garlic mashed potatoes, babe. No, it's creamy. Mashed oh, creamy mashed potatoes. Oh, they're delicious. She uses sour cream and fucking heavy cream and all this. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Oh, sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen, huh? Oh, it's <laughs> it's delicious. I mean, we don't make them often. It's you know for specific holidays, but like, uh, it's yeah, and you know, like I've been doing it the last couple times because I can't fucking mash like that much. We make like maybe 10 pounds potatoes for our Friendsgiving and and Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, we're Irish, so we fucking eat potatoes like crazy, but I can't fucking mash everything. So what I, what I've been doing is cutting them up smaller and then just mashing them a little to, to a point and then just getting fucking um, like the, the, uh, the electronic whip, whisker and it just fucking I do that and it makes it even fucking creamier. Nice, nice. So here's yeah. a question for you guys. Mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Oh, mashed. Yeah, mashed. Mashed all day. Oh, you know what? Now I'm, if you're going to talk I, fries, I love... that's a different story. No, not fries. It just just like like mashed potatoes with the sweet potatoes. I I would rather the sweet potatoes than the mashed potatoes. Yeah. I don't know. I love I love sweet potatoes. I never Thanks found sweet ball. potatoes to be that sweet, though. I always found it a little no. bit. No. Like, it must be. Yeah. Th- like, that's what I think of. Like, Dirty said. He said, do you guys eat yams? Like, that's what I think sweet potato is, is yams. They're the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. The same. But they're, they're a variation of each other, right? With the marshmallows and all that shit. Like, yeah, that's. The honey, isn't it got, like, honey yeah. glaze and stuff for the yams? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Also, hey. I do want to know. We have B-Dow is in the chat, Sarah. Thanks for tuning in. I want to know 
what do they do up in Canada? Is it? I guess it's just a normal day, right? Is <laughs> what's going on in Canada tomorrow? <laughs> I'm just curious. Just a normal hey. Thursday to them. Yeah. <laughs> They're just getting up, going to work, and Let's watching see. football. Today, normal. <laughs> Today, nothing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to assume, right, as kids, Christmas was probably your favorite holiday, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, but now that you're older, it's it's transitioned to Thanksgiving. What is it? What what makes you think that? Because it's the same for me too. I mean, it's all day. I mean, for me, it's sitting around with you know, when I was younger, even the cousins, seeing people that we haven't seen in a while, and um, you know, drinking and eating and watching football all day. Yeah, same for me. The football. I think now that I'm older. It's the drinking, eating food, and watching football all day is does it does it for me. As a kid, I guess I would get a little bored, you know, because like everyone is, because you know how it is. You eat usually we would eat dinner. Well, we would eat at like two thirty, three o'clock, and then everyone is like passed out on the co- couch by four o'clock, you know, because they ate so much. Oh wow, you guys ate early. Yeah, we always ate early. Oh yeah, at my grandma's yeah, so house. Did, yeah, so did we. We used to eat at like one one thirty. What? Yeah. Yeah. But it was oh, also, no. But it was also, no, 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 no. Brooke, I grew up and my parents were divorced. So it was like, you know, I could go to one at like 12 30, 1 o'clock, and then I go to the other one at like 5 30. So I got like two meals, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's true. But, like, look, well, when, when uh, I used to go to my grandparents' house, that was like on my dad's side. And so we used to do it early uh, with them and then have dinner with my grandparents that lived across the street on my mom's side. So I would like, have two Thanksgiving meals. Um, so it would be like I, like I would have to make sure I didn't eat too much at my grandmother's for the, at the first round. And then the second round knockout, just go balls deep and just just eat until I passed out. Balls, balls deep. deep. <laughs> Tyback, I'm sure you go real balls deep in that turkey. Huh? Oh, no, no. The, the stuffing. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I, I go I go ham on the stuffing. Okay. So that, I'm oh, getting, so that's your number turkey. one. The stuffing oh. is your number one. The stuffing is my number one um, like side dish. Actually, I, I would, I, I if it was up to me, I'd make that a, like a main course, <laughs> like the main dish. <laughs> wow! wow. Well, you like mix turkey into the stuffing? Is that how you make it a oh. main course dish? <clears throat> well, it, it well no, it's just I I just for some reason I just like how my mom makes it. She like makes it like some weird way. It just tastes different. Did Dirty really just ask what's stuffing? Dirty, you don't know what stuffing is. What Tyback, dressing you, is that? Do you go by dressing? Yeah. Do, do you want to explain that? You, I'll let you explain since you're so into the stuffing, tieback. I will let you explain that to him. He said cornbread dressing. Oh, jeez. God, explain it to him. So there's there's different ways you could have the stuffing. You could have it like you shove it up the the, the turkey's ass, um, or that's like how that's one way. Or like my mom makes it. She like makes it like in a casserole dish, and like she puts like cranberries in it. And like all this other stuff, and then it just gets baked in the oven. I don't know. It's it's like it's weird, but I don't know. I just enjoy it. It's very bready, and I I don't I don't eat a lot of bread, except for like when it comes like Thanksgiving with the stuffing. All right, all right. What about you, Rick? You, you have it, oh, he's fucking with us. Okay, well we didn't know, dirty. All right, I you you also said you don't eat till after five o'clock, so I have no idea. Um. <laughs> What about you? What's 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 the number one thing for you to eat at Thanksgiving, uh, Ruick? 
Uh, it's the turkey leg. Ooh, you you get the whole turkey leg to yourself. Oh, both of them. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow! Whoa. King uh, of the wow. castle over here. Yeah. Both of them. Since I was a kid, since I was a kid, that's all I wanted. I didn't care for the white meat. I didn't care for the dark meat. I just wanted. It was just something different about about just the leg, like working it, like working, pulling all out all the fucking uh, the cartilage and all the the, the fucking um, ligaments and all that. I don't know. It was just. It was more fun to me to eat the leg than it was just a regular pudding on a fucking, you know, a, a slice of turkey or a slice of dark meat or whatever. The leg, not the wing, the leg. That's my number one. Hmm. Never heard that before. The leg is the number one. Okay. Syrupates the leg. All right. Oh, geez. Here we go. Um... Turducken. I don't want to get into that, but not yet. Um, oh God! <laughs> you can, you can, you can mail it to me, syrup. Even though you guys, even though you guys, even though you guys don't have Thanksgiving. Right? Could you just imagine? Even could you imagine young Ruick double fist and turkey legs? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be oh, that'd be funny. Oh, well, I I used to fucking not eat for like t- today to prepare for tomorrow. Because I would house, I would house about, I'm not, I'm not even joking about three and a half to four pounds of mashed potatoes, two turkey legs, and just cornbread or biscuits, like that was it, and corn. That's it. That's all I got. No green beans, no stuffing, no not. That's all I wanted, and that's what I did. I made my little plate. I went and sat down in front of the TV in my at my grandparents' house, and just watched the football game. Yeah, very so like social you, kid I was. Yeah, I, I would. I was like three plates easy. That was like a minimum three plate minimum for me at uh, Thanksgiving. Just, but it was like turkey, mashed potatoes with gravy, and then either and then stuffing. That was mine. I don't eat no no fucking corn, no cranberry sauce that came out of the can and went. And then um, yeah, no green bean casserole, none of that other shit. As we have, you know what's funny? I, th- I thought I thought that that was a thing. Like everybody had it. I never liked it, the cranberry sauce, the jellied cranberry sauce. I always thought that that was a thing. Like everybody loved it. Everybody had it. And I was just the odd person out because everybody in my family eats it. Until I had Thanksgiving with my my in-laws and my friends. Like everybody, we put the thing out on the table, the jelly thing at, at my friend's miss, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, that's cranberry sauce. I don't eat it, but but like everybody else, my sister was like, I love cranberry sauce. And it was weird because half the table was like split on it and half was just like, no, we've never even seen that before. <laughs> so seen here's people... – go ahead, Tyvek. No, there's this one thing that my mom makes. I don't know if you guys ever have ever seen it or had it or heard of it. It's these bacon-wrapped water chestnuts and like coated with like ketchup. No, I've seen then bacon you, wrapped scallops. <laughs> yeah, no, they're water. No, they're water chestnuts. You just uh, the bacon's wrapped with the with the water chestnuts and it's coated with like ketchup, and you just bake them for like ten minutes, and they come out like this, like ooey gooey, crispy, and like <sighs> gr- like they're delicious. It's water chestnuts and bacon. Fantastic. Nice. Well, you put bacon on anything, it'll be fucking yeah. delicious. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's so good. We'll put bacon on the gobbledygooker in the chat. I'm sure he'll taste great. Um, yeah, I have seen 
cranberry sauce made where it was actually made with like real cranberries. I don't know if they call it cranberry chutney or something. I don't eat that crap. I, my brother used to love it. He like has to have it, the, the, the shit out of the fucking can that makes the crazy noise. That um, must be just like a Northeast thing. It, I guess so. Because they had, a, like you said, mm-hmm. they would have it at, at my table. Like my grandma would have it out every year, the cranberry sauce out the can, and then she would cut it into like little slices, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, if B Dow is still listening, I'd like for him to call in to give us. He said they do it in October there. And I ask and he, you sh- ask and you shall receive. <laughs> yes. Welcome, friend of the show. What up? B Dow, what's up, man? How you doing? How's my connection? Is it too Your connection uh, is great. Are, are you driving? Okay. Yeah, I'm driving to uh, get Miss B some t- chicken soup. She wants chicken soup. There's a big, She's not feeling big, good? Uh, Polish no, penicillin? No, this is her. No, she has. Uh, she's got. Okay, do you want to talk about Thanksgiving or you want to talk about her? Because she's crazy. She's like a. Football. She's a, okay. Well, she's a. What do you call uh, when you work on the web and you're a hypochondriac? No, no, she, shit. She's a. I can't even get it out. I can't even get it out. I was so pumped. About an influencer. <laughs> Thank you. She's an influencer. She has a website and she uh, promotes Amazon and Walmart during. Black Friday, and this is her peak season right now. So she's up. She'll of be up course, for seventy-two hours. She'll be up for literally seventy-two hours, and she's been prepping for this for the last two weeks. Like this is where she makes, you know, the lion's share of her cash for the year because uh, so much money is pumped in the fucking online shopping. And then last year with of the whole pandemic and everything, played right in right up her alley. But uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. But yeah, Thanksgiving. So we get Thanksgiving in the middle of October because our harvest. Obviously, is earlier because it's colder here, and that's really the origins of Thanksgiving. Well, the pilgrims and they want to share their harvest and their food, and they want to like, get it away, so they celebrate it and they were thankful for it. Thankful being the key word. Well, our ours is in October because it's fucking freezing. It's really goddamn cold here, and there was no way anything would make it in the field until November uh, twenty whatever. Yeah. So we do the same thing pretty much. I mean, we got cranberry sauce, that gelatin cranberry sauce that you cut into slices, and it makes me ill just thinking about it. Uh, cranberries <laughs> in general are garbage. I can't stand the cranberries. I got. Uh, stop it. If vodka. we give you cranberry vodka, you'll be fine. Probably, but man, I don't know. I'm more of a tequila guy. I'm more of a tequila guy myself. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, like turkey for sure. Get the spiral cut ham. Uh, I mean, green bean casserole, we'll pass on that. You can do green beans anytime. Uh, I'm not doing green beans. I love stuffing. Yeah, we definitely don't call it dressing. That was the first time I ever heard it called dressing on this morning. And I didn't realize, like, the entire South is into this dressing business. You put dressing on salad, right? Yeah, but that's, exactly. like, the, that's yeah. like the Italian. Well, that's like the Italians calling just, like, oh, yeah, sauce, sauce gravy. Yeah, I know the mm-hmm. gravy. That's that's actually more of no, like gravy, a gravy is thing. fucking brown. New York Italians do that. Like we don't. You're gonna be hard pressed to find you know, a Canadian Italian calling their sauce gravy. It's definitely a, it's a New York thing. I don't even think a Pennsylvania Italian does that. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. A, you know, oh, it's that. definitely a fucking New York thing because it's a New York thing for sure. Yeah. Gravy, of course. It's not gravy. It's uh, fucking sauce. It's fucking sauce. Damn it. <laughs> so, <Sarah. laughs> it's fucking hey, sauce. Hey, Peter, how do you how do you cook your turkey? Uh, Are you the one that I makes mean, it in the family, yeah, or you I go somewhere it. else? I, do it. I no, I make the turkey generally for Christmas and Thanksgiving. 
it depends if it's her side or my side. So like if it's her side, I'll, if they ask me to do it, I will, but generally I'll let them take the lead. But if my side, they come over, it's all me. And I do two turkeys. I do one in the upstairs kitchen, one in the downstairs. And we're pumping them out. But I'd like Damn. to crank it up to 400, 425 for the first half hour and then back down to 350. Uh, generally, I make about a 20-pound bird, and it takes about four hours. Basting uh, every hour, Oof. starting after the first hour, you start basting it. Obviously, Damn. you get the oil rubbed down. You, de- you don't want to drop the oil bird in the deep fryer, Willie. That's crazy. That story <laughs> blew my mind. When Willie said he coated it in olive oil and he dropped it into a fucking vat of boiling oil, <laughs> like, this is going to be good. And it shot like a rocket. Oh, I love Willie. Yeah. That Since we yeah, need to that's, oil, that's a real and... fucking thing. Like the oil, yeah. it fucking it explodes like a firework. It, it fucking explodes. I like to watch that stuff. On it's great. Little bit of water inside the bird. It's not dried out properly. Like yeah, you got to put that shit out like three to four days, like in yeah. advance, like maybe it's, even a week. It has to be dry as a motherfucker. Yeah, you know, you don't put moisture into it. Yeah, so, so there you go, Thanksgiving. You just put a little oil and that's it? Nothing no else? Oil that I, well, I like, so I like to get the bird raised on a rack so it doesn't sit in the juices, right? Because I, I find that if it sits in the juice, you're not going to get a nice cook the bottom portion of that bird. It always you see, gets so I like to have it lifted up a bit. Yeah, I did that one year. Yes. And it didn't fucking cook through. When you had the it juices, up? yeah, interesting. The oh, bottom was like still the bottom was still fucking raw. We had to put the bot. We I cut the top and put the bottom back in for like an extra forty five no, minutes. Are you kidding? Me? That's wow. Crazy. Yeah. So no so I was like, story if I didn't say that either. So I well no because because this was our first year this was our first year of fucking of doing a friends miss like of, of like yeah. actually cooking a turkey. Because I got into the, the new house and it's bigger, so we're like, fuck it, let's do that. And my fiance at the time, now wife, fuck it bought a rack, like you said, and yeah. like the juice so is how high, off, high how high above the pan are we talking? More than an inch? It might have been an inch, inch and a half. And you had did you start with some type of liquid like water with vegetables underneath it to start? No, that was where that mm. was where it was. So what, I what like we to, did, I was going to say, I like to put a cup of water yeah. underneath to get, so now we have some liquid going, right? So now we did just, just the bottom of a regular, like, tin pan yeah. and a, a fucking cookie sheet tray, and it just cooks like that because it actually, the, the juice is actually cooking, which is, it, the last three years we haven't had a problem. I guess the few times I tried with the juices, there was just probably too much juice. And I, I don't think it, it just wasn't working out. Yeah, I'm going to have to go mute for a sec because I'm about to order my, uh, let's see if they have, let's see if they have. Uh... All right. Well, they, well, that's right. Go, yeah, do what yeah, you got to do. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, be let's down. see if they have you soup. You want to see if they have soup? One quick second. Let's see. Let's see. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Yeah. They got those? Of course you're at Tim Hortons. How you doing? Do you have any chicken? Hi, do you have any chicken noodle soup tonight? Yes, I do. Super. Can I get two large combos, please? Two large chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Uh, how do you like the combos? Uh, with a white roll, I'll have two medium regular coffees and uh, two old-fashioned plain donuts. 
coffees this late and, at night. And a mac and cheese. Anything else? And a mac uh, and that's cheese. Great. Thank you. Potatoes. We want mashed potatoes. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks. Mashed pot- tell her mashed piece. potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes. I want a turkey dinner. Turkey dinner. <laughs> Timmy's. I love Timmy's. I love Timmy's. I'm like him any time of day. My, ba- my so, buddy. So are you working tomorrow, B Dow? Or? Yo, yeah, it's a normal day. I actually love it because it's quiet. All the markets are closed, like the, the, the stock markets and such. So no one's going downtown if you're in the financial business world so that makes mm-hmm. traffic much lighter means it's a much lighter of a day usually we also take well if you're capable of taking these four days off we kind of a large portion of our population pretends that we're also celebrating american things <laughs> and no one goes to work thursday or friday either like i go to work every day it doesn't matter what it is but uh like it's gonna be nice because i'm gonna probably be out of work early and get home probably in the middle of the first half of the games. Okay. That's what I was yeah. wondering is like, you, you yeah. got like, did they have, like, is everyone trying to take off because of the games all day? Well, I, when I was single, like when I didn't have kids, whatever, you know, like living with a bunch of dudes, uh, we do American Thanksgiving and I cook a bird and we'd have all my buddies over a bunch of beers and we just pretend we're American. You know, it was fucking great. That was the worst part about having a family is American Thanksgiving in Canada sucks now. Fucking <laughs> sucks. Oh, so is it, good. Isn't your wife from America? I thought she was from America. She's from Hamilton. She's from like thirty minutes just on the Oh, Hamilton, border. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's a. Uh, she can see the fucking border from her back here. Yeah. Um, but, I, uh, Vita, I don't know if you heard. I I went and saw the. I saw the Oilers play last night against the no, Stars. No, you didn't. Yes, I Look did. At they you lost. saw my buddy Connor. Yeah, I'm he didn't. Sure. He didn't look too good out there. No, hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, he he, he did not. He did not. They fuck no. that that game was was bad. The fucking games before. Yeah, I didn't see any. I, I just saw that they were down. I saw Edmonton was down. I think to Dallas. Someone had a sweet goal, didn't they? I, I don't know. Someone, yeah, a guy on, da- on Dallas had a nice. One goal. of the Dallas guys, sick goal. I yeah, saw yeah. Know. That's yeah. dope. So you enjoyed yourself, I hope. Eh? Yeah, I got. Oh, so I want to promote them. Uh, Vet ticks. I got the tickets through them for free. So, oh, and nice. then I also I did I did another lottery with them. I'm going to the Big Twelve Championship game for free. No way, that's awesome. No yeah, shit, that, that, that's that's cow- sick. Yeah, Cowboy Stadium. So Look for all you, the vets man. that listen, I, I know Dirty for sure. Um, make sure you go to vetticks.org and sign up, and they give free tickets to all. They give out free tickets to all sorts of events. They have another Stars game that they have for next week on like a Tuesday, but I I have work, so I can't. We can't go, so. But That's I'll cool. Be, you got to see Edmonton. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought like I was like, oh, this should be good. They're pretty yeah. good. And I'm good to see McDavid. He's the best player in the game, and they shut him down though. So. What was the final score? Dallas. Dallas has a, a good four defense. One. Four one. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah. Dallas has a good defense. So they play. They play a lot. A lot similar to like the Islanders. Yeah, they're Just hard nose. They're probably a better. Well, it remind it reminded me of like the Devils from back in the '90s. Like yeah, it's just a hard fucking down. team. They clamp down. They try to clamp down. That's always been their MO. Because they don't, they've never really had that superstar after Medano left. Yeah. So they, they got to play different kind of hockey. Different kind of brand. Okay, I'll let you guys get back to it. I'll, t- uh, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll what? tell you this right now. The fucking Islanders, the Islanders and the Rangers, I'm not going to speak too soon, but the Islanders mm. are pluck, pluck, playing tough with them. I know. I, know. I, expected, <laughs> I expected this to be a fucking blowout. Before you take off, uh, B. Dow, yeah, one up? more one more question. Um, while you, while you're getting your order and penny, all right? I'm gonna ask the guys this after. Um, 
when do you put when does the Christmas tree go up for you up in Canada? Oh, don't even get me started on it. No, I don't need a Thank you. He needs more napkins. More napkins. He needs more napkins. What were you saying there, buddy? Sorry. So I was asking in Canada since you don't have actual Thanksgiving. When does the Christmas tree go up for you guys? Oh, it's been it, so Christmas tree goes up like let's just say it's been up for two and a half weeks already. Oh, at least, at oh least, God, I hate three you. weeks ago. Like Halloween happened, Halloween evening finished, and then all Halloween came down by midnight. The next day, she had the bins out for Christmas, November. But oh, see, November. the difference is the difference is that's acceptable yeah. because Canada doesn't have fucking doesn't have. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. There's nothing in the middle, right? Like it, it kind of breaks it up a little better. That's and acceptable. The next big thing after that is Easter, right? And then after Easter, you get yeah. summer. Another summer, you're back. It's still Labor Day. Two, two months, two months of the fucking Christmas decorations. She's fucking nuts, man. In my, it, I have either pictures of ceramic or real trees in my kitchen alone. Over twenty, in just my kitchen. There's twenty fucking Christmas trees or depictions of Christmas trees. In my yeah. like it's, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're on cups and they're like ceramic and they're lit up and they're fucking fake and they're. I'm having a tough time. Let me tell you, my wife wanted to do the same thing. I have no like shit to say, two man. weeks ago. Two weeks ago, she wanted to start putting Fight Christmas power, stuff up. Right. But my, but the only reason why is because the fucking my my next door neighbor with two doors down is my cousin. He fucking Throw they're the in lights, they're in right? Disney they're in Disney though. This week. This week because Everybody's it's his son's it's, Disney, it's his son's birthday, so they're in Disney this week. So he was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna call the cops on you and do a fucking <laughs> mental wellness check because what the fuck are you doing, putting up Christmas shit? <laughs> I'm gonna do a mental wellness check on your ass. He, he was like, oh, he was like, married uh, a long time, <laughs> and 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 he was like, he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, well, we're not gonna be here for after Thanksgiving, and it's gonna be fucking freezing. To put put everything up, I so go. That's, that's that's no excuse. Yeah, no. That's no excuse. Okay. Well, okay, if he puts it up and turns it off, are you, oh yeah, it's off. It's well, off. Okay, as long as it's off. But the people that I mean, I don't know if I have respect for the people that leave the lights on all year, just turn them off, and then Christmas shows up. It's like, hey, boom, and they're on, right? But they're you see them on the all year. You know? <laughs> all fucking there. You're like, you're really <laughs> lazy. Trailers. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. But but I have a blow up fucking turkey for Thanksgiving. Like outside, one of the blue. Nice. No yeah, way. on the lawn, on the lawn. Yes, and it's Nobody fucking. This thing is taller than me. So the whole story behind my parents have one that's like a four, like like a three to four foot one. So my my wife, when we were dating, was was like was like, oh, I really like that. So she got one all online and didn't realize that the one that she got was like a six foot fucking one. And I thought when I got the box delivered to the house, it was a little big. When I'm like. Oh, maybe they leave a little bit of room for because it never goes back in the box correctly. No, yeah. I took it out. I blew this thing up and it fucking just kept it, going. It, it was like a, a bounce house. Does it, it have like a, a pump bounce that house? In? <laughs> yeah, it was like a bounce <laughs> house. Know, this thing just keep great. fucking blowing up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So is it running? Like, you have, is it powered? Yeah, it's a real oh, like, shit. Like, because some of these things you blow up once, so you have a blower. There's a street in Toronto where they, the, all of the houses get together. There's about 50 of them, 25 on the side, and they have those gigantic sandals. You know the big sandals, yeah. the ones that are like two yeah. feet tall. Holy fuck! 
fuck, man. You're like you could power a small city with the amount of rooms it's crazy right. yeah, we get time. Good yeah. okay get back to your show guys it was great talking to you hold on yes love you coming on just, b dial just yeah buddies thanks is there, was there a three sheets this past weekend or is there one uh coming up? no two weekends ago i think me jp and debo did like a saturday night sheet it was a okay. mock-up it was fake but we're gonna do something in december i'm not 100 percent with the dates because you know all over okay the in general but in december, yeah, something for december yeah, December, it sounds like we're going to get together and do a full reunion. You know, a full ah, half year reunion. Awesome. See how long. Really, see how long. Well, look, I can't hear what he just said. So, we look forward to that, uh, B Dow. <laughs> Sorry, my connection. Yeah, right. definitely. It'll be a fun time. Fun time. And, um, yeah, you guys have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, All right, you, you too. Eat, eat lots and drink more. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Yep. All right, guys. Have a good yep. one. See you later. Be down, Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Do we get the whole lowdown well, on later, be down. what happens in Canada from B Dow on Thanksgiving? <laughs> and the, Jesus, he's had Christmas lights up since fucking the day after Halloween. I think people oh. like that are fucking nuts, man. Lily, Lily wanted to do that shit. She was like, wanted to like Halloween ended and wanted to start putting up Christmas stuff. I'm like, no. Not a, you do not put up mm-hmm. Christmas stuff until the day after Thanksgiving. Then you can start putting up the tree and lights and whatever else you want to put up. But before then, no. Like uh, I was talking with Addison. She said her mom already put put up all the tree and the lights. Like right after Halloween, she'd been listening to Christmas music since. Like, oh, my God. that's Imagine imagine two two straight months of Christmas music. It's too much. No, 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 no. No, I am so staunch on this. The Christmas tree does not come down, does not get set up. The fucking decorations do not get set up until I will do it. I will do it after dinner on Thanksgiving. I don't give a shit. I want to enjoy Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I hate the prep going into it. I love eating the food and I love watching the games and I love drinking the beer. That's what I want. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with I you. I want to enjoy it, and I will not. I will refuse. I will refuse. I'll. I, I don't know. There's no. There's no explanation to how stubborn I am with this. I don't care. I don't care. I'm with you. I think it's just ridiculous. Thanks. You have to have Thanksgiving. This, this isn't a holiday. It's not like. It's not like like you said. At least in Canada, like you said, it makes a little sense. There's no holiday to break it up. There's right. a holiday between Halloween and a Christmas. A national fucking holiday. Yes. Nah. Yes. And where we have football and, you know, we get stuck watching the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys every year. But, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> and now there's the – now we at least we have a third game too, so it's football all day. The night games are, are have been good the past couple of years. Yeah, because they try and do yeah. like a good like a good matchup. But I'm um, – I come from the days, you know, when I probably up until I was almost twenty, they didn't have a night game. It was just the two, the the Cowboys and the Lions. That was it. Now, now at least you have a night game too. I think it's, I think it, it makes it perfect because you eat Thanksgiving, all, you eat food all fucking day. Yeah. And look at this. Dirty says no. You can't even put the tree up before December first, is what he says. Yeah, I don't usually. <laughs> no, I'm January. okay. I'm okay with with. Before December first, that's a little extreme. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, pu- I put my tree up maybe two weeks before Christmas, and then usually like a day or two after it comes right down. Man, you don't play around, huh, Tyback? No, I, 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 it's, it's just like, why do I want it? <laughs> the question: so Do you get, do you get a, a real tree or a fake tree? That was going to be the question. Do you go real or fake? I go fake. Oh, I have a fake one too, pre-lit, fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will you get it on Lowe's, Lowe's on sale? I don't know. My, I think I, we might I got have got mine, it from Lowe's I, or from Home Depot. I got mine from Walmart like two years ago. Oh, okay. I got it. It was like. It was like January something. They had it on sale for like dirt cheap. I was like, yes, I'll buy you. <laughs> do they even have pine trees in fucking Texas? They do. Uh, we just went to um, the store to get, you know, the last minute stuff to make sure we had everything for the Thanksgiving for tomorrow. And there was trees in front of the store to like buy. Oh, like uh, don't, oh, don't even get me started with that. What? The, the so, so, so me, no, me driving home. Every day, I have to. There's a big open lot driving home on on uh, from the southern state going to, towards my house. There's a big open lot. And every year, they have a Christmas a Christmas tree like farm there where they they import things. They're already pre cut and everything like that. Every fucking year, it goes up sooner and sooner. And sooner and sooner, and I want to just fucking, I want there to be just a dead fucking tree in there and just flick a cigarette into it and burn it up because you know what? (laughs) It's fucking bullshit. It doesn't need to be up. That fucking stand has been up since since fucking uh, October 27th. Get the fuck out of here. There is no fucking reason why that thing should be up since October Holy shit. Since October. And, you know, what? everyone's like, oh, it takes them a while to sit up. Really? Does it? It comes, is- down, it comes down in a day. Yeah. It takes them fucking three weeks. Get the fuck out of here. That's My only bullshit. thing is if I buy a tree that early, is it still going to be alive? Is it? Yeah. Am I going to be able to turn the lights on for Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. Two months. And not worry about it catching fire like Christmas uh, vacation. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Oh geez, the angry old man has entered entered the show, and he's got wow. Christmas trees. Oh, he knows. He so, must have heard us getting real angry about the Christmas trees. <laughs> so, so what's it called? If anybody has any questions about uh, Christmas trees, gotta ask Celtics foul because uh, Becca's family runs a Christmas tree farm. Okay. Oh, I, that was something that my my wife and and parents wanted to do one year. Like they have the farms out either upstate or out out east on Long Island. Oh, go like cut your own cut, tree. Yeah, cut your own tree. <laughs> I've never done that, and like we've had we've had a fake tree in my parents' house, in my old house, and now in this house since I was probably like ten years old. So I mean, twenty years we haven't had a real Christmas tree. I don't know if I can go back to it now. So I'll say this. We, you know, move. I'm going to be moving to New Jersey next year. I already told Lily since we're going, we'll be up there. Real tree in the house, not a fake one. And um, I think I'm pretty sure they do uh, dirty. Yeah. And I'm and at some point yep. we will do, I will definitely cut my own tree down. That's for something for me to do. Yeah. And bless your tree. Yes, oh, no. There's the video. No. Yeah. Tropea fell and hurt himself. Yeah. Don't they have the video? He hurt himself real bad trying to cut the tree down last year. I think Lori got mm-hmm. it on video. They played it, it on was- three sheets like a bunch of times. It was pretty funny. So, 
Oh, geez. But yeah, I'll probably do that at some point. As we are a football show, we've now gone 50 minutes not talking about football. So yeah. I think we spent enough on the actual holiday aspect of Thanksgiving that we can get to a little football. So, Rook, I'm going to go to you first because you we you mentioned it. You're eat. You mentioned it last week. You wanted to wait another week to see if the playoff hunt. Well, they are now a half a game out of a playoff spot. What do you think of how they played this week, and what is their chances to make the to make the playoffs? I think that they have a really good shot of making the playoffs, but the problem is, the problem is, is that you gave the fucking fan base all this fucking hype now, and you just fucked yourself out of a fucking draft pick again. So what the fuck are we doing? Are we building towards a fucking uh, towards the playoffs, or are we rebuilding? What what are we doing here? My point well, being with them is is you're you're in no you're going to be in no man's land if you miss the playoffs. You're back again in no man's land because the Colts keep winning. The Dolphins are now on a three game fucking winning streak, and now we're out of the fucking top ten. So we have three first-round draft picks. We have three first-round draft picks in no man's land. What good does that do? What good does that do? You can't hit on one fucking first-rounder. I mean, Devontae Smith, by the stroke of God, might be might be the first first-round draft pick that we keep in fucking I don't know how how many years. Let's let's see. Organization. Is my question: Do you think do you think they're sold on Jalen Hurts now, or I think they finally figured out how to fucking use him? Okay, he doesn't so, have to throw the ball fifty times a fucking game. <laughs> Jackpot. Yep. Yeah. So now that they found out how to use him, do you think the way that they play is that a way you think that they can win in the in today's NFL? Yeah, it's been – I mean, regular season, yeah. Postseason, no. Look at Lamar. Yeah, then, no, you got to be able to make those throws in the postseason to win football games. So. And don't get me wrong. He can make the throws. He just has a problem with the deep ball, like the touch passes and stuff like that. He'll figure that out. I mean, he does have an arm. He, he Kid's got a fucking cannon. Don't get me wrong. It's just he has to learn how to fucking touch the ball in there and, and, you know, make the smart decision. He's starting to make the smart decisions, which is fucking phenomenal. Instead of instead of taking the hit, he's dunking it out of bounds. Instead of and seeing where, where the first down marker is, he's fucking going right there. If he doesn't see it on the first look, he's taking it, which, okay, it drives me in fucking sane, but it, it's it's working. So that's okay. But the point being with my whole thing is you're in no man's fucking land because the Colts are winning, the fucking Dolphins are winning, and we're winning. Two weeks ago, we had almost three picks in the top three. (laughs) The top five picks. We had almost three of them in the top five. Now, all of a sudden, we're out. We're in no man's land. We're 15 to 20. Wonderful. (sighs) 
I didn't hear you say the f bomb that much, which is uh, kind of surprising. Uh, are you okay? Rude? You hear what? Because I'm because I'm a little, little concerned. I'm a little concerned. You you didn't say fuck that many times. Yeah. Well, I think no. he's not as pissed off, tieback. That no, <laughs> well, that's like true. You said, they're winning, and they found they figured out. Hey, instead of throwing the ball forty five times with Jalen Hurts, let's run the football. And hey, look what happens when we run the football. So he's not. He's not pissed. You're not pissed at the product on the field, right, Roick? No, I'm just pissed off that we're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I wish I wish we we're not. Winning. But this is the point. This is the point. Well, the, the, see, the thing with the Jets is the Jets are actually in better fucking position than the Eagles right now. Uh, okay, we'll we'll get to them later. But 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 what I'm saying is it's not it's not that they're fucking in better position. Oh yeah, it's it's a shitty product on the fucking field. Yeah. I get that. But the point being is you guys are bottom half building towards something new. We're in the same position right now. You guys have a first-year head coach and basically a rookie quarterback. We have a first-year head coach and basically a rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. But we're in the middle. We're, we're not like we're right in the middle. You guys have all the cap space in the world. We're under we're, – we're $63 million in fucking dead cap. And with three draft picks in the middle of the draft, what good does that do you? You're mediocre at best. That's that's what bothers me. We don't want to be in no man's land. Either be at the top and, and a playoff and a real fucking playoff contender, or be in the bottom half and fucking and and build through the draft. Well, here's what I say. You said you get three, and I know you don't like it, but you have three. If you have three from ten to twenty, you can you can build. With that, and what I wanted to ask you is, what, where do you, what kind of, where do you think they need the most help? Offensive in line. Okay, so you take two offensive linemen with two of those three picks, right? So now you got two first rounders on the offensive line, and then what I'm assuming probably like a corner, corner or a safety, yeah, a corner, right? So now you have three potential building blocks. Now I'll use this. The Jets did this. Back in, it was like 2001 when they traded Keyshawn to the Tampa Bay and they got four first rounders and it turned out into like John Abraham, Sean Ellis, and Chad Pennington. And I think they drafted Anthony Becht, who, you know, uh, Abraham right, with the Jets was awesome. And then he left and played with the Falcons and had a great, you know, ended up being a top, one of the top pass rushers of his era. He's not a Hall of Famer by any means, but he was a top level player. Chad Pennington was a, I think, a top, close to top ten quarterback until he hurt his shoulder three fucking times. Anthony Beck was a more than serviceable tight end who played, I think, a ten plus year career. And then Sean Ellis was with the team for like twelve years. If you can, like you said, you know, maybe not get superstars with those three picks, but you get three guys who will be there for years to come then that's good. And I know you have no faith because of Harry, Howie Roseman, but yeah, that, that's, you, another, you that's forget. another story. Yes, I know. You forget. We have yeah. Howie Roseman. And uh, look it up, Longoria. The last six years, not one fucking first-round draft pick has turned out to be anything. Derek Barnett can't stay on fucking sides. We traded away our Super Bowl fucking first round pick to to the fucking uh, Ravens, and they took fucking Lamar. 
Then we take JJ Ortega Whiteside, Jalen Rager. They're nothing. <laughs> They're nothing. Absolutely nothing. Devontae Smith has the only has is the only person uh, player that has potential to be something. He does. Even with his fucking bionic arm. I know some, somehow you guys resurrected Jordan Howard and made him into a viable football player. He's always played well for us. Always. I don't know why. He, the guy sucks. I don't know how he plays well for the Eagles. I don't know. But remember last year or two years ago against the fucking Packers, he came in off the fucking street and just fucking dominated that game. Yes. And tie back, you asked for the F-bombs. There they are. All right? Thank you. And, and I'm only cursing because the fucking Rangers just scored. Fuck yeah! All right. No, I'm just messing with you. Um, but uh, like you said, I think now they – I think Hertz is a more than viable quarterback when he is – and I've said this about Baker Mayfield too. You run the ball, and then you have Jalen Hurts throw the ball t- 25, 25 ga- times a game, right? Maybe fucking 30. Scott Mayfield. 30 Hunt. tops, right? And then that's – that's a winning formula. Plus, like you said, the Eagles' defense is a lot better than people think, and to give them credit for it, they have a pretty good. And I've said that defense. since the fucking beginning of the year. Yep, you have, you have, and you've been right that they, when it's not three and out because we're throwing the ball three times with Jalen Hurts and he's not completing passes, and we're actually running the ball and playing a little ball control. It that shows you that the Eagles have a pretty good defense. You know, it it helps. You know, you run the football, you keep the defense off the field, give them a little break. It, it helps each other instead of, oh, we're three and out on three passes where we're back on the field within two minutes. So I think that, you know, uh, your buddy finally has something going on there, Nick Sirianni. And, uh, we'll no, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody's growing and they're starting to bloom. Fuck off, Tyvek. Just a little bit more water and a little bit more fertilizer, and we got something good going there. Just because you guys are on a three-game winning streak doesn't mean shit. Woo! Well, let's 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 get to that. Well, before we get to that, you guys are playing the Giants this week. Um, Big news in uh, New York: Uh, Jason Garrett was let go this week. Um, Yeah, you know the big you know the big replacement was who? Freddie Kitchens. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's that that's that's really gonna make a difference. Um, I put this in my group chat with my friends, right? I put in, I put in, oh, you know, Jason Garrett got fired. Everyone's like, finally, oh my god! Within 15 minutes later, they put out Freddie Kitchens is taking over as, as head play caller, and I go, well, fucking goofiness of the Giants is back. That was quick, quick break. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think? I mean. I've watched the Giants for like, you know, two years, like a couple years now since the Daniel Jones era has begun. Um, I, I can't, I can't blame Jason Garrett for the problems of the New York Giants offense. It, nope. It's Daniel Good. Jones. I mean, it, it, the three of us who we just watch football for fun, we're not experts at it by any means, can blatantly see that Daniel Jones is the problem. It's not the play calling. Because the guy has all the weapons in the world out there, he just—I mean, one of the throws, what he threw—he threw it to like he threw it like right to the linebacker against Tampa Bay with none of his guys even in the vicinity of the 
of the ball. Like the guy just doesn't have like I just don't I don't even know what to make. He's not a, he's not even a back. I don't even think he's a backup in the NFL. I mean, no, he's a backup. I I, I give him a backup. He's not a starter. Um, I give him the Colt McCoy role. Yeah, that's fitting. Colt McCoy looks Colt McCoy looks better than him. Colt McCoy doesn't turn. But the that's ball what I mean. Like, he could come in. He could sit for fucking three years. Come in for two or three games, and, and win you a couple games. I just don't know what like how they think Jay, firing Jason Garrett is gonna. Just you know, I think the Giants need like a complete. They need to like, tear everything down. You need to get rid of the GM. Unfortunately, Joe Judge is going to lose his job, and you got to get a, get rid of Daniel Jones. Fortunately, and, don't say unfortunately. Fortunately, well, I don't he's know. I can't, job. I can't tell with with how bad Daniel Jones has played. I can't tell you if he's a good coach or not. You know, I don't think anybody, I, I can tell. I can tell you because you're supposed to be disciplined. You're supposed to be a special teams guy, and you have more penalties, offside penalties, than any team in the fucking NFL. So I don't want to hear that bullshit. You're supposed to be the special teams guy. Your special team sucks. You're not a good head coach. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Let me see. They need to. They need Jack a complete, agrees with me. They need a complete teardown. Daniel Jones, you get rid of him. You trade Saquon and get whatever you can get for him. Get rid of Kenny Galladay. Get rid of all these high price and get whatever you can get for all these guys and rebuild through the draft. But it needs to. You need to get rid of the GM. It's never going to happen. They're going to re-sign yeah, fucking Saquon Barkley. They're going to give Daniel Jones a contract extension, and they're going to fucking make the same mistakes because Dave Gettleman is not going to relinquish his role, and John Mara doesn't have any fucking balls, and the Tishes don't have any balls to fucking just let it go. Because well, now, works, because now, if they do me. it, they're in another three-year fucking debacle. Because because of what they they've been doing, and guess what? Even either way, they're going to be in that. Because if you bring in a new head coach and you bring in a new GM, that quarterback ain't it, the running back ain't it, and the fucking wide receiver ain't it. Your defense ain't sure as fuck it. So you're you're in a three way three fucking year rebuild to begin with. But the Giants are fucking selfish and self centered and fucking don't want to admit that what they're wrong because it's giant pride and all this fucking stupid <laughs> bullshit that they spew, which is fucking they're they're more deplorable than the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah. You know, we've talked about it before. If they those two Super Bowls, this would be a terrible like 20-year run for the New York Giants. They've been just as their record is the same as the Jets since 2015. They've been absolutely horrendous. Um I hope that they keep sucking because eventually I think you know, I think Salah might change it, turn around. We win six games next year, and the Giants win two. We're not the laughing stock of New York anymore. So no, you're so you're not that. the laughing stock of New York now. Eh, you both right are. <laughs> well, no, they're the laughing we, stock of New Jersey. Share. All right, oh, Ty, I'm enough, serious, enough out the, of you, Ty. Back. They're not the laughing stock. The Jets aren't the laughing stock of New York because because the, like I said, the Jets play either the Jets or Giants play first. One of them loses, and everyone's talking about it. And then just to one-up the other one, the, either the 4 o'clock game or the Monday night game, the other one one-ups it. Yeah. And the bigger thing is is that, well, like, the Jets fans and everybody knows that the Jets suck. The Giants fans and everybody with the Giants are delusional. Yeah, they think yeah. that they're, oh, oh we're, we're so good. No, you're not. Giant pride, four Super Bowls, <laughs> Eli Manning, elite. <laughs> 
What have you done <laughs> since? You went on a boat trip and you all got fucking. You haven't won since. You yeah. had Matt McAdoo, Pat Shermer, fucking all these other fucking assholes. Fuck, give me a fucking break. You like the New York Yankees. You like the Yankees. debacle. What a debacle with McAdoo. Oh, that geez. was fucking. That was that was brilliant. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that. Yeah. That team. So, and then I love that they gave Pat Shermer uh, a fucking a contract. Pat Shermer. Yeah. But Pat, my brother Pat, said he didn't mind the Eli benching. It was the way they had that. Well, it was they had that other kid, Davis Webb. The rookie? Uh, yeah, that's right. It was Davis Webb. Well, they and, didn't, no, and it was the other kid. Well, no, the other... they didn't They didn't start him. It was Geno Smith. They started Geno Smith. Right, but there yeah. was another kid. No, because remember remember the year before, they were going to bench Eli for the fucking kid out of Richmond, and he got into a fucking car accident or speeding, DUI oh. or something, like on the way to the stadium or something, and they fucking they started Eli. Yeah. What the fuck was his name? Kyle Oletta. Oh, yeah. I remember that kid. But see, like my brother said, if you were going to bench him and start Davis Webb because you want to see what the rookie has, he would understand. But you're benching Eli for Geno, Geno fucking Smith and, oh, because Geno Smith gives us the best chance to win. Get the fuck out of here. Geno Smith doesn't give it a – you know who gives, he gives the best chance to win to? The other team. That, that's what Geno Smith gives the best <laughs> chance to win to. The other fucking team. All Just right? like Joe Flacco. Yes, just like Joe Flacco. But before we get to Joe Flacco, I do want to say um, the Eagles have a nice schedule leading up to that's the what I'm saying. Season. Um, so I'm looking. You guys got the Giants this week. Then you have the Jets the week after. Then you got Washington. Well, then a bye. Then you have Washington. Then the Giants again, and then Washington again. That. It is kind of rough. Four fucking man, four division games to end the season. Jesus, but, I mean, it's been like this for the last three years, and it yeah. fucking but, drives me insane. But I mean, those are five. Those are five winnable games. I'm not saying the Eagles are definitely going to win, but those are games that you could say we we have a chance to win all five of those games. I want to throw something out here. Speaking of the fucking NFC East, are the Cowboys in a little bit of trouble here. You mean with the injuries? Mm -hmm. Between Cooper and uh, Lamb? Inju injuries, um, just the way that they're playing. They're getting oh. getting smacked in the mouth against Denver and then smacked in the mouth against fucking Kansas City. Running the ball, not even fucking – when are we known fucking Kansas City to run the ball? Yeah. Um, I, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the game, so I don't know. But, I didn't either, but I saw Patrick Mahomes only had seven fucking points in fantasy, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire yeah, yeah. and fucking everybody else had fucking more. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know Clyde was fucking playing. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Um, I don't know. But I guess, like I said, they had you had Cooper. Cooper's out with COVID, and I think he's out again this week. He yeah. hasn't. I think he's yeah because he's remember that that's what we were right? saying. He's unvaccinated, right? He's unvaccinated. I'm assuming. I, I think, don't know. I think I it's think still so. 10 days or two negative tests. I think yeah. that's, so that's what So he's out. Um, CeeDee Lamb got injured early in the game and concussion. He might not play this Thursday. It's still up in the air. I, I know he's practicing. I know he's practicing, but he still didn't clear, though, they said. The yeah, they won't know till I think, tomorrow. Yeah. But he practiced today. Um, to take You take away the two top weapons. The offense becomes very... 
vanilla. You know, I mean, it, it's hard when you take away your two top weapons to still Terry be. Terry said he's unvaccinated. I think, yeah, Cooper. That's why I yep. think he's out this this week. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, as long as they're, uh, I would say, as long as they're fully healthy in a couple <sighs> weeks, I wouldn't be worried. Um, think this is their schedule. I mean, they have the Saints, which, um, with Trey, no Alvin Kamara. Yeah, with Trey, was Trevor Simeon. Is that really someone? Is that a team that scares you? Not really. Um, mm-hmm. They got the Washington football team the week after. That's then a big got, one. Yeah, they, they're it's playing a game. very good. Yeah, but it's the a Washington game. football team is playing very fucking good. It is, but it's still a winnable game. Just like you have, you know, you're playing them as a winnable game. Well, they got, I'm... they got the Giants, which this should be an easy win. Mm-hmm. You got the Washington football team, another winnable game, and then they got the Cardinals, and then you guys. So, um, I mean. That last game of the season might be for the division. If you guys can win out and then say the Cowboys only win like three of those games, they lose to the That's Cardinals. What I'm and worst maybe, case, you know, worst case scenario. What are we, we're going to say split them against. We'll say split them against the fucking uh, football team, right? Yeah. We'll say split them against the Eagles or one. The no, I'm sorry, uh, the Giants. Right? They play. The, you said they got the Giants. They just got the, so they got the Saints this week, right? I yeah, think that's. It, that's a that's a, a 50-50 game, in yeah. my opinion. They got two games against the Washington football team, one game against the Giants, and then they got a game against the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals is a I'll loss. Take the, yeah. Right? Yeah. But the Giants should be a win. You split against Washington. That's two wins. That gets them to nine. Saints, like you said, is a toss-up. That could be ten. And like you said, if you guys win the next five, which are, like I said, five winnable games, you guys have ten wins as well. You could be playing for a division on uh, the last game of the season. And who would have thought that? Yeah, Nobody. I, I hope that I hope that happens because that's that's an interesting game. I I like to see that. That yeah, would that actually give be... the NFL some fucking juice. It would you exactly. Could flex that. You could flex that to the Sunday night game and be the last game of the you know last game of the season. Going right into the playoffs. Oh yeah, that'll be something nice to watch. I think. Yeah, I think that'll so. be. Yeah, it'll be something. It would something really nice to watch. The fucking Dallas Cowboys whoop the shit out of the Eagles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we'll see. I don't know. But, that I mean, at least, it, you know, like you said, it's closer than we would have thought three weeks ago. Maybe even two weeks ago. That's you know, what I'm saying. Ago. Like, it's fucking – it got really fucking – it got really close, like, quick. It was like it was like the fucking other – the other team uh, with uh, the pack of the Patriots. Got real, yeah. real tight real quick. You just need yeah. a couple fucking bad games. And all of a sudden – Look out below. And I heard fucking Giants fans, uh, especially on New York fucking radio. Yeah, the Giants are going to go fucking 10 win. Where? They went through. <laughs> I swear to God, this was this was fucking three or four weeks ago, or right after the Carolina game, whenever that was. Yeah, the Giants are going to rattle off these fucking wins. They're just going to keep fucking doing it. Yeah, they're going to. The they're, they're back. Yeah. Psychotic. Speaking of, you just mentioned the Patriots. Um, Tieback made me eat my words. Uh, Patriots <laughs> are now in first place in the AFC. So who who would have thought? And the Buffalo Bills are really, fellas. Um, they, other than that Jets game, they have not looked good. You lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then you get embarrassed by the Indianapolis Colts. The score was, I, I wrote it down, 40 41 to 15, and you let Jonathan Taylor 
who Jonathan Taylor, an outstanding running back, but still, mm-hmm. let him score five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. This vaunted Bills defense, you let Jonathan Taylor score five touchdowns. You don't make you don't make Carson Wentz beat you. You let Jonathan Taylor beat you. Um, this is a team that's supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, what do you think? What's going on up in Buffalo, fellas? Uh, I don't know. Um, are are they another team that's hitting that wall uh, right now, kind of like the Chargers, who might have turned it around after this last week? But I don't know. Like th- th- this is a game that they should have. If they did lose, they should have lost it a lot closer than forty-one to fifteen. Yeah. Um. Like it, I get it that they had bad weather. Like it, the, the weather wasn't the best up there in Buffalo, but the Indy no was able to figure. Andy was able to figure it out. Why couldn't they? And they're They're supposed to be fucking dome. Yeah, and and Buffalo and everybody saying, "Oh, Buffalo is the most well-rounded team in the AFC." It it it's not showing. It's not showing it. The pieces are there. It's just that they're not executing whatsoever. And I don't know what the fuck is going on with them. I think that they're getting to the fucking eagle syndrome, where they're just. Trying to throw their way out of fucking jams. You don't need to do that. Run the fucking ball. They don't. They don't run the ball. That's. I think that's the problem. Is yeah. they're very. They're one dimensional. It's all. It's Josh Allen or nothing. And I just looked. Carson Wentz what? only threw the ball twenty times for one hundred six yards, and they they put up forty one points. What in what yeah. NFL do we live in that 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 you would think that would happen that a quarterback throws for. 106 yards and your team scores 41 points. Um, Lamar Jackson. Even Lamar, but Lamar usually throws for like 200 tieback, not not 106. You know, and like I said, it's just they the the Bills just do not run the ball. They rushed for 91 yards, but it was only on 13 attempts. You got to run the ball you, more than that. Do you see this? Zach Moss, three rushing attempts for five yards. Singletary, three rushing attempts for 17 yards. They're the, they're the Eagles. Yeah, but that's even when they like when they played the Jets. Even then, they didn't. They weren't running the ball. They're still they're throwing it. Like for whatever reason, it's it's Josh Allen or nothing with them. They don't. It's like mm-hmm. they don't want to commit to running the football. And like, and I said, don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, Devin Singletary, the guy's a fucking does a bull. Yeah. <laughs> And and another thing, like, and if they do want to run it, it is with Allen. Yeah. How many times have we seen where they should be handing the ball off and then they just, oh, hey, they have a Allen take off with it? No, you, yeah. that's how you ruin your quarterback. Yep. Well, they look at him as he's big. Like, I think I think they kind of look at him like he's like Cam Newton because he, he is a big guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you, you've seen what's happened to Cam. Now Cam is having a little bit career resurrection in uh, Carolina here, but he still can't throw the ball down the field. And if Josh Allen, that's his biggest weapon is how far he can throw the ball down the field. Now, if you get injured and he can't throw the ball more than 45 yards down the field, now you've taken that away and you become a very one dimensional team, you know, and like you said, the weather was involved, right? This this team, the game was in Buffalo. This is your home stadium. You should be built like you're built. To, you should be built to win in the cold because that and sloppy weather because that is where you are from. That, yeah, I don't you get use it. that as an advantage later in the season. You know, even, and for a dome, and for a dome team to come walking in and slap you in the face like that. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll also I'll also go with this too. The fucking they're just fucking their line is just so fucking good. The the Colts so fucking good. Oh yeah. I I don't know if you guys saw the one play. Uh Buffalo had Carson Wentz like completely covered and somehow he just popped oh, out Carson of it. Wentz, Carson Wentz pulled the Carson Wentz the Eagles play. All of a sudden he popped yeah, out of the middle of a fucking pack. Yeah, and, and he and he had a nice pass downfield. I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, he turned back to the Eagles fucking Carson Wentz. Like pre pre injury. I'm looking. The Colts rushed the ball forty six times in this game. Forty six. That's just like you said, that dominate that offensive line dominates and they they rush yeah. with they they used everybody but Marlon Mack. <laughs> yes, he was on he was uh not active for the game. I know. <laughs> I will say and dirty saying the Bills are a finesse team. I remember when the Bills had Jim Kelly, they were a finesse team too. They ran that, that K gun offense. But even then, they still had Thurman Tomlinson. They ran the ball when they needed to when it when the weather wouldn't allow them to throw the ball all over the place. They need to figure out the same thing. And I think, and I thought with Sean McDermott, because he's a very like tough, tough nosed type type of coach, I thought they would be more with running the football. But I guess you know it's, it's all on Josh Allen. So we'll see. They they need to figure it out because right now they're in the seventh seed, and there's a couple teams breathing down their neck for playoff spots. And one is is those Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are six and five, half game out, looking in. You know, and they've been on fire as of late. And let me look they're at their buried. They're getting schedule. buried for some reason. So they, I mean, well, they still have a tough. They, you know what though? It's going to be tough sledding for the Colts. Listen to this schedule. I know, the, I know. I looked at that yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. They got they got mm-hmm. the Buccaneers this Sunday. You got an easy win against the Texans, but then you got the Patriots and the Cardinals. Who? So you got three. Very tough games, and then you got the Texans, the Raiders, and the Jaguars games that they should win. But the other three games, very tough, and that's going to be hard to to sneak into the playoffs. But they, you know, they keep winning; they'll they'll get in. Bills need to turn it around. They they're going to fuck around, and the Patriots going to end up winning that division. So, yep. As much as I don't want to see it, I think it's going to happen. Well, they're in the they're in the driver's seat, right? They're I know. first place in the division, so uh, you know, the, and the, their schedule I'm sure is pretty easy. Well, they got no, they got the Titans this week. Then the big they got the they got two showdowns with the Bills. That'll really decide. Well, they have a tough schedule too: Titans, Bills twice. They got the Colts. Then they got Jags and the Dolphins to close out the season. But to, the next four games will be tough for the for the Patriots. So we'll see. Mac, Mac Jones is getting it done. I, I, yes. I, I, I hate it, but he's he has been better better than advertised. Like I said, he is. He reminds me of Tom Brady when he was first with the Patriots, like those first two years. Not not Tom Brady that we all know, but the Tom Brady of the first two years, where he's doing enough to win games, but he's not let he's not losing football games, and he's making. He's he's making some good throws. I just yeah yeah like out of nowhere, all of a sudden you're like yeah didn't know that kid had that in him. <laughs> and then and then just imagine once he gets that number one wide receiver, when he gets a real number one wide receiver, what he could actually play like. 
it's going to be interesting to see him. What, with that. Aguilar's Ooh, not a fucking yeah. number one wide receiver now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we talked about this before. I just had to listen to it when I pulled that clip of uh, Sarge uh, and uh, and uh, call me it, uh, what's it called, with the horrible take. We did say that, that Aguilar, what, isn't uh, Max uh, number one uh, wide, wide receiver? He's not. <laughs> He's not, no. But I'll say this. Um, I don't think he'll ever have a number one wide receiver as long as Belichick is the, the GM. When did when is he ever the only year that they had like a true number one was the Randy Moss mm-hmm. years, which was what was it two years or three years they had Moss? Three or I, th- I think I think it was three three it was like three tops. But other than that, and now it's been West like Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, um, Danny Amendola. The, they they liked the tight ends in New England, but it went from Ben Winter Coates to. Hernandez and Gronkowski, and now they got Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. Um, that's seems to be how they like to run things up in New England, and I don't think he'll ever have a, a true number one. They're hoping that he, like, right, like I said, he looks like Brady did his first two years in the league. They're hoping that he has the same development process and that he becomes. I mean, think of it: if he becomes eighty percent of Tom Brady, is how that's. I think that's a pretty good quarterback in the NFL, right? Yeah, definitely. And I fucking hate it. I hope I yeah. got another 15 years of this shit with them. I Oh, my God. I don't think the fucking Bill Belichick makes it 15 years. He might oh. not, but is is um, is um what's his face? Defensive uh, coordinator. Mick. Oh, no. What's his fucking name? Let him let him get it, Tyler. No, okay. somebody, somebody help me out. I don't, I don't <laughs> know his fucking name. Josh McDaniels. Yes, McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Thank you. <laughs> so but I'm saying if he he might take over for Belichick at the end. Go ahead, Tyback. Yeah, there's no way Belichick's doing 15 years. He's 69 now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he's, you don't think he's not he's not gonna be in the NFL at 85 coaching. <laughs> but you don't think he does another five years with I with, could see uh, five, yeah. Yeah, he does five years, and then and then McDaniel's takes over and does another five. No, I don't think McDaniel's will be the head coach because we've seen he can't be a head coach. He could he could do everything else, but he can't be the head coach. You saw he was the head coach for what a, a season and a half in Denver. Hey. Where else was he? Where else was he a head coach? Hey, that that's that's that shows the Colts. He didn't, the he, Colts for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then they he 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 decided not to take the job. Right? Wasn't that a big a yeah. big deal? I'm just saying he he's he's had multiple inter, He gets interviewed every year. He I think he is it that he have you heard that he doesn't get offers or have you heard he doesn't get offers, Ruick? Is that what it is? I think that he just makes it known that he doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think. He, he, I think he goes on the interviews, but he says he doesn't want to take them. Right? He's so going to tell not- him flat out. He's going to tell him flat out. If you're not fucking going to give me like, like, I think that there's a secret deal with between him and fucking the Patriots. Like, listen, yeah, we know that Bill's not going to be here for fucking ever. Like, you know, at some point that. The keys to the castle are going to be turned over to you. You just got to wait your turn. Yeah, and, and he kind of just makes it known. This is it. He was the offensive coordinator with them, then went to Denver, 
And then he's been with them, back with them since 2012, tieback. Yeah. And that offense yeah. is consistently a top 10 off, has been consistently a top 10 offense. And I would even venture to say he's not even a system guy. He does what's best for the player because he he revamped that whole offense for Cam Newton last year. Cam Newton just couldn't execute it because he just mm-hmm. can't throw a football. No, he's terrible. But they, he, he put Cam in the best positions possible to – make plays and win football games. I Like I said, I think you're right, Rook, in that he's just waiting until he's – like they told him, hey, you're, we're going to make you one of the highest paid assistants in the NFL. You stay here in New England, and then eventually when Bill retires, you're going to get the head coaching job for the New England Patriots. I yep. could see him walking to interviews saying, I want a 20-year, $1 billion contract. <laughs> like, 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 like just being a complete dick and just like, like making like, make his like – his contract want to be ridiculous and that he knows that nobody's going to pay him. So maybe, but like Mike Kane said, he can accept the jets job and quit in two days. Like Bill Belichick did in a fucking douchebag. I <laughs> <laughs> was head coach for all of like two days and then quit. I couldn't believe that shit. Yeah. Um, he's like, look at this shit show. Fuck this. <laughs> it wasn't, we were in a good, we were in a good shape. We were in a, in, in a good position then. Hey, he, he, he's we were he, in a bad shape then. Well, no, I'm just saying he probably saw something like looking down the road, <laughs> knowing that like, oh, I'm I want out. No, something something had to have happened behind closed doors that he said, "Fuck this." No, I think he. Um, this, if you remember, he he was with Parcells, except for those what he coached in. Was it three years? I think he coached three years in the, with the Browns, right? And that's when Parcells, I think, like, you know, quote-unquote, like, retired from football. Belichick coached the Browns. Then he got fired. Parcells came back. And he immediate, Belichick immediately went back with him to New England. They went to New England. Then Parcells left New England, you know, and they, the Jets, we, like, you know, tampering. We stole them. Um, and then, you know, we got them. Belichick came with him, and it was set up. Parcells said, I'm going to coach three years. Belichick, you'll take over after. I'm assuming – he liked New England and the owner, Robert Kraft. And then when Barcells left, I guess he didn't like whatever was going on. And then, you know, he decided, fuck this. I'm going back to Robert Kraft up in New England. And please welcome everybody live on the line. It is Dirty. What's up, Dirty? I had the call just to tell you this story. I don't know if Ruick heard it or not, but I was listening to the fan. And Craig Carton said, you know, when he was – Bill Belichick was in Cleveland, Craig was working for the Browns, and he tried to, you know, get Craig into, co- you know, being a coach, but he didn't. But apparently, Bill Belichick, everybody that he knew or associated with when he was a loser coach or losing, he completely excommunicated from his life. Everybody that he associated with. Did you just say Chris? Not Chris. It was Chris Carton. Craig. Or, or Craig. Craig Carton was offered a job to be a coach at fucking. He worked when when Bill was in Cleveland. Craig also worked in Cleveland at a radio oh, okay, station. Okay, okay, okay. And he okay. was real friendly with Bill Belichick, and Bill would tell him, "I could get you in the coaching. You would be a good coach." But years later. At an event, 
when Bill was at the uh, him him and Bill were apparently close. He knew him; they were good friends. You know, he sent him a thank. He sent him a congratulations card when Craig got a job in Philly. But he met Bill at some event with Boomer Esiason years later. And Bill went to him and said, nice to meet you, like he didn't know him or never met him. And apparently the story is that Bill, like I said, once he became a winner in New England, everybody that he associated with or knew when he was branded as a loser coach, he completely cut off. Yeah, I don't I don't take anything anything that's I, I, I don't either, says. but it is true that he did work in Cleveland in the radio show. He did. Carton did do yeah, that. And and fucking Mike Francesa was best friends with Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick and Romeo <laughs> but and Charlie. And does I that, was in the I was in Does uh, that uh, not seem like something though Bill Belichick would do though? Yeah, Greg, fuck, but radio guys lie all the fucking time. I know they lie, but doesn't that seem like something Bill Belichick would do? Though? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it seems like that's something he would do. So whatever happened with him in the Jets, it it could have been outward. Do you know what happened, Sarge? It was. I just know. Like I said, Parcells had the, you know, he was with Parcells. Parcells, like, you know, after three years, said he, this was always from the from the jump. He was going to retire, and then Belichick was going to take over. Belichick, you know, Parcells retired. Two days later, Belichick writes on a napkin, I am quitting as the HC of NYJ. And that was all he said in the press conference. And then, uh, you know, a couple days later, he's up in fucking New England. Get with the coaching job, so and um, I think we got draft picks. We got compensation because they they there was they found out there was tampering involved. So so basically, he did the exact same thing Josh McDaniels did to Indianapolis. Yeah, I get well because <laughs> technically, right? He never had he, the job. He he never yes, oh he never because. The like you said, you can't do that, right? You have to do the interview process and all that. I don't think they had the Rooney rule back then. But, like, it was basically known, Parcells is going to retire after three years. Belichick, you're going to be the coach. Belichick, then once Parcells retired, he said, I'm out of here and left. I think he just didn't – I don't – I think without Parcells there and or maybe Parcells was going to be still part of operations and Belichick wanted more – with the general Full manager control. stuff, full control, and they wouldn't give it to him. So then he just said, F this and got out of there and got it up in New England. And it's it's worked out and haunted us for 20, 20 years now. So, you know, it's... Well, you can look at it like this. He never would have been able to replicate with the Jets what he did in New England. I think he could have. They said... Ah. You think, think about, right? Um, I know Evans, Evans said this, and I know people like kind of laugh at it, but... The Browns were not terrible when he had them, and he I think he had things turning around, but they got rid of him before he could actually mm-hmm. turn around. I think he if he he could have done the same stuff with the Jets that he did in New England, you know. Would he would he be able though to just bully the well maybe he could bully the Johnsons like he bullies Kraft and well, the Johnsons the Johnsons were the owners then it was uh, I think the Hesses were still the owners the Johnsons bought later. Let me think. I gotta look. Or maybe the Johnsons had just bought, and the Johnsons are fucking weak anyway. Come on. 
Yeah, they'll say, yeah, maybe he could have bullied them too. Come on, if if he's winning football games, you you think Woody Johnson's getting in in fuck in 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 the way of football operations if they're winning football games? I don't know. There's this same guy who, the same group of people who told Matt Rule that he couldn't hire his own assistants. So yeah, Woody Johnson was the owner. So maybe that's what happened. I think when he bought it, I think that's when Belichick got out because in January 2000, that's when he bought the Jets. So from the Hesses. Yeah. Well, and we've been the, island, the Islanders have since. the Islanders are now on their sixth power play of the fucking night and are score. down to nothing. Unfucking believable, the fucking Islanders. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just like this game shouldn't even be played, and the fact that we're still kind of in this game, it's it's ridiculous to me. So did the like, NHL said they're just not delaying any more games because due to COVID, you just gotta roll with it. No. No, they haven't said anything. They haven't said anything. They were just like, uh, you don't have enough. Basically, they said you don't have enough cases. We have seven cases. One guy's still in fucking Florida from from uh, two weeks ago. I don't know. Do you know they didn't postpone any of this, any of these games for the Islanders like they did for Ottawa because the Ottawa doctors felt they lost control. Oh, Sarah, Sarah, I can't hear you. Yeah. What, did you leave your uh, your your phone in the car? No. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> so I think what he was Sorry. trying to say is that I think what you're trying to say is that Ottawa doctors felt Ottawa had lost control of the situation. That's why yes. they had to shut them down. Whereas the Islanders, I guess, feel like they have control of like. The players that are sick. Now that's that no one that's else. complete. That's complete bullshit because fucking it Lula Morello, Lula Morello's going doing fucking press conferences, daily press conferences, basically saying saying, listen, you know, we gotta just kind of go with what it is. We're trying to, but but without saying, yo, wake the fuck up. We're kind of fucking drowning here. We're playing fucking AHL guys. We're we're gonna get our our main guys hurt. Like, let's just take a pause without saying it. <coughs> yeah, I don't know how the local media is taking it. I was just getting some horribly. Come on, come Elliot, on, Elliot, please. Oh, Wally, you got hear me. Got excited. You got real excited there, wow. real quick. Because a, a, a fucking a puck just rolled right in, and here we go. A puck just rolled right in front of fucking Shesterkin and or Grugioff, whatever the fuck his name is, and and he just. They can't score. You guys are They're down just fucking a, terrible. You're down a third of your team. You're down yep. a third of your team a in any sport. It is insane. Between, between three injuries, three injuries, and seven COVID cases. That I hope the NFL is more preparing than. for that nightmare scenario because mm. there are a lot of top tier quarterbacks who are not vaccinated. How does mm-hmm. that not happen? How have they managed to avoid that for this entire season? I can't, I'm Don't say impressed. it. We're not I done know, with the season uh, yet. You I got December and January, January the playoffs. You, I can't you say that. You say that, B-Dow, but a couple yeah. of quarterbacks have missed games because of COVID. Uh, they yeah, have, I mean, you're, you're, your quarterback has, Ben. Yeah, right? but they've managed to contain it to a degree where 
no games have been lost. If so, there was what one or two at the start, near the start of the season. Was there? I think with Tennessee. Or, yeah, but but well, the quarterbacks yeah, but who aren't minimal. vaccinated. Damn, I'm just surprised. Like I thought those Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Well, how about the Jets? Uh, both Flacco and Matt, uh, and White have have uh, COVID. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I hate second. to say it, but mm-hmm. they don't Michael care about the started. Jets. The Jets aren't going to be yeah. making a playoff push. Nope. You're, you're right about that. We are not making a playoff push dirty. But, yeah, we get Zach Wilson back on Sunday. I'm excited. I hope that yeah. now if he's starting, that's it. He should be the starter the rest of the year, barring an injury. If he's not injured, like if he could start this Sunday, then he needs to be starting every week unless he unless he gets injured. All right? I don't want to see Joe Flacco it. or Mike White no. anymore. Zach Wilson. You, you got right? to ride this kid. Yep. You got to figure out if he's the one, and he needs the reps. Wow. Mike White Wait. and Joe, Joe Flacco don't need no fucking reps, all right? Fuck Mike White, no. no. Wilson needs yeah. the reps. If he's healthy enough to play, then he should play the rest of the year, and we'll see see what we got. Um, I did want to say this Elijah Moore looks good. Yeah, Elijah um, Moore Michael looked Carter good. has looked good. Unfor- yes, and Michael Carter has looked good. Unfortunately, he got injured this past Sunday, but it, they say it's only two to three weeks. So Fuck. He, we got some weapons. So hopefully we can figure something out for next year. They should shut Carter down. They should shut Carter down for the year. Tell you the truth. You're probably you're right because it's they really the seasons. Should. The season's a waste, you know. But don't don't risk you it. Know, if you like this kid and you think he's going to be something for you for two years and get him on the cheap, don't fucking bother putting him back out there. Well, have, don't don't is that what they did to Makai Becton? Because that kid just don't play at all. Becton? He's hurt. No, he's hurt. Is he? Well, he's always hurt though. No, Ugh. he's he was healthy last year. He's just hurt. He, I think he had a shit. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Torn pack or thought, torn lay room or something like that. Those are. I thought those he missed like a few games last year too. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. He's you're right. He might probably be hurt, but he's. I know he's. Uh, he's no. He injured. He injured his knee week one. That's what it was. All right, and I think he might be. Well, I guess he's coming back. I guess I don't know. Maybe Sorry, he'll be man. back later in the year. But like you said, I might. You know, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't let him bring. Maybe you don't bring him back, like you said, because the season's a wash. And you don't, or but I'd say maybe you bring him back for a game or two to get him some reps along with uh, Wilson. So you get used to that. Yeah. Well, okay. is it more important for? I can't remember the Jets coach. I think. Is it more important for them to get wins, get a couple wins under his belt to show progress or just start off fresh next year? I think he's not going anywhere. And it would be if they hadn't won any games, I think then, yes, they would need to get a win or two because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to go over. You don't want to win 17, but he's already got two wins right now. It's just about. I think it's about building momentum for next year and getting the guys to buy into your system and players playing hard for you and, you know, you see things getting better. The, the problem is the offense has not been terrible the last few weeks. It's the defense is giving up points out the ass. I mean, we let the Dolphins score 24 points and they're not – I mean, they're not doing anything special on offense and you let – you know, Bengals scored thirty something. The Bills scored forty. The Patriots scored fifty. You know, when you're giving up that many points, you're not going to win football games. And he's supposed to be a defensive guy. 
and it, you're gonna could the defense be a product of all those weeks of the offense going three and out and they just eventually broke i don't i don't think so i think it's they're just i've seen like we talked about last week right i'm watching a bills game you have rookie corners out there who are not the top tier type guys they're just like a couple guys right you have a guy trying to guard Stefan Diggs out there one on one, and it's, it, it's you know, it's pitch and catch for him and Josh Allen. So instead of hey, we need to like switch to zone and rotate, you know, give the guy, give these guys some extra help. We don't. We just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Where's where's the adjustment to that? You know, because even like I said, me, Ruick, Tyback, Dirt, you know, you, B Dow, we could all see this that Diggs is killing this kid one on one. So. Shouldn't you give him a little help? A well, team I heard, gigs. heard you Robert Sala said – he said the scheme didn't allow it. What the hell well, does that the, mean? The, yeah. Well, yeah, what the, the hell does that mean? Thinking. You know what that means? It means I'm running the same scheme no matter what. The scheme was he was running single high safety, man-to-man, and he was probably running a spy on Allen. That's what he was worried about. Meanwhile, Allen's fucking killing you mm. to digs all fucking day. You know, so – Instead of making an adjustment, he just went with oh. like he's not making any in-game adjustments. Now that could, he could, that could be his downfall. Is that he's a guy like, hey, this is the scheme, and we're running it no matter what. We're gonna make it work, and he maybe he doesn't have the guys to make it work right now. But is that what he thinks? Is he think he doesn't have a roster to actually make these adjustments in game? I have no that's idea. Gotta, I, I would assume Battery's just being ignorant to the fact, like you're saying. That, that's that's what I mean. You gotta. Like, you got I don't think he has a roster. I don't yeah, think I don't he has a roster. But even still, if you figure something out that's what, like, you no, can't just let the that, same thing keep happening to you, though. You obviously, just, right? If, if you see it happening, you're like, well, at least we got to stop this. We got to let some other guy beat us. We're not going to let this guy keep beating us. Yeah. Stefan, like, to me, Stefan Diggs is their best player on the Buffalo Bills offense, right? It, you can't let him beat you. I'm, I'm fine with. Cole Beasley beating us, Emmanuel Sanders, Knox um, or something. Matt Knox, somebody yeah. else beating us. But if Stefan takes away is Diggs. the one, yeah, he's the one beating you. They do something to take that away. You know, is Bill Belichick really that much smarter than everybody uh, yeah. else? Because like, he makes really? it practicality seems so simple. Just implement, you know, take away, withdraw one of your weapons, the biggest weapon. Yeah. Like, if you can do it, like, why doesn't everybody do it? And if they do, how come they do it so poorly? Because the, because, because the Patriots on defense don't put their best player on the best on the other team's best player. Interesting. So you're saying it's it's it, that's no. a true team team defensive scheme. Then, what well, what saying. it is is, and they've done this for years, is those great corners that they have. Like remember they had Revis and Stephon Gilmore. He would man those guys up with the second best receiver. Yep. So you take that away, mm-hmm. and then he's doubling your number one option. Mm, so yep. he's taking it's that away as well. Guys. So now you're going into your third and fourth <clears throat> options, you know. And they also uh, the the Patriots. Let me tell you, Belichick knows how to fucking draft these defensive players. He gets all these guys, the Kyle Van Noys of the world, that uh, that the kid that went to Cleveland. All these like tweener linebackers that can play like defensive line and linebacker, they can rush and they can do a little bit of everything. He he snags all these guys in the second round and they they all hit. 
He hits on all of he them. He gets he gets Swiss Army knives. He don't you know he gets multi tool guys. You know. Yeah, he doesn't get he doesn't get one single single guys. He gets guys that okay, this guy goes down like a filament of fucking linebacker. This guy goes down like a filament of fucking at at end. Mm. This guy goes down like a filament of fucking nose tackle. Like that's just the way that it is. He basically does what what a lot of teams do with offensive linemen, just with the defensive side. And even and even I'll take it a step further. He'll take fucking former failed quarterbacks and make them into wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> he has done that. Mm-hmm. He has done that. But he just he's he's able to get he gets the I'll say this he gets the most out of every guy on every the, single fucking yeah. player. The fifty three man roster. He, if he let the guy go. Or walk usually. That's all. That's as good as they're ever gonna get. Most guys, yeah. when they let them go, you, you should be wary because <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a thing. That's a thing that that if you're not gonna give it your all, Belichick's not gonna baby you. He's gonna say hit the road. Somebody else is willing to take 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 that spot. Yep, he'll just go to the local Walmart and pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> well, they said so. I heard this. You know, he's that they got this fullback. That they got from uh, like Nigeria, uh-huh. he got him. He got him a roster exemption, so he doesn't count against the fifty-three man roster because there's something about players from overseas. Don't you can get them on the roster, and it's a roster like you don't count I on the fifty-three man roster. Was he German? With German. The maroon, yes, with the maroon dreads. Yes. Yeah. And then he has this guy playing fullback, and he's just blasting people. <laughs> and like how? Yeah, how long do you think? Do you think? How long do you think Belichick sits there and reads the rule book and says, "Let's see how I could how I could take advantage of every single small little thing." No, he doesn't That's do that. Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft has fucking lawyers look at the fucking playbook. It's crazier. He, he, and he, he finds the loopholes. Yes, they have somebody and they bring it to Belichick. Hey, what do you think of this? And then he finds a way to exploit it. Like I said, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, it was that. That playoff game against the Ravens where Edelman was lining up on the line and he was technically a lineman. You know, he was declared ineligible and they didn't know who to – and it was happened so fast they didn't know who to cover because of because of it. And what was it? that The tight end was open a couple times and the yep. Ravens yeah. were all pissed off. So, so he basically has like an analytics team that handles the rules. Yeah. Yeah. They're just – Combs through every rule all the time, looking for an edge. Yes, but I don't. Do you guys remember what was it like three years ago? Um, maybe not even that long ago when Vrabel used uh that like two years uh, that, ago. Was it when he used like the penalties mm-hmm. on the punt yeah. and everything against yeah, against them? And yeah, yeah, he was so mad. And Vrabel was, was just like there on the sideline with that smirk, knowing that he's just playing. Right That's because the, pa- the Patriots did that. The Patriots yes. did that when Vrabel yeah. was on the fucking field. And yeah, exactly. Fucking, and the Patriots just hadn't been in that position to use it. The mm-hmm. Titans were. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think wasn't it that the Patriots had done it a couple weeks before? Yeah, they had uh-huh. done it before. I no, I think it was like that same season they had done it a couple weeks before. So then Vrabel did the same thing to them, where they were able to like. Run, keep running the clock down without having to punt the ball because Bel- Belichick didn't want to call like a timeout or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was uh, hey, you know, it's 
it's just built built, there's just innovative minds in every fucking industry and every fucking field and every fucking walk of life that just transcend the game and make it think of that things and think it in a way that nobody else fucking does until they do it and bill belichick is one of those guys Mm -hmm. he's a genius football mind way ahead of his he really is, and it fucking pisses me off. Really does. Yep. But we got about 10 minutes left in the show, fellas. So what I think we should do real quick is which of these games are you guys looking forward to watching most tomorrow? We got Lions and Bears, Raiders, Cowboys, Bill Saints. Which Dirty, which one are you looking forward to watching most tomorrow? Uh, Bill Saints, that's not even a question. I don't okay. think you. I don't think you could pay me money <laughs> or give me free prostitutes to watch <laughs> the Lions and Bears. You, there's nothing you could do to make me turn that game on. Uh, just nothing. Uh, See, I'm going. I'm ha- going with the Bears and the fucking uh, Bears and the Lions. Why are you going Before, Bears and Lions? So you can laugh. Why? Just. Yeah, I want to sit down and fucking flip through the fucking paper, see what fucking deals are on for fucking Black Friday, and you know what? I want to be entertained, <laughs> goddammit. I, and I want to see David Blau or <laughs> fucking or Tim or whatever the fuck his name. Tim, uh, Tim Boyle. The other, Tim, Tim Boyle, Boyle yes. who yes. owns a bar down the block. That guy is a real nice guy. <laughs> face fucking the Red Rifle. You want to talk about Christmas? You want to talk about Christmas? I mean, Christmas come on. Come early, huh? It's, uh, come well, on, he's fucking, he's fucking Ralphie. Well, well, how about how about they're saying that Nagy's going to get fired after the game? So is Nagy going to say, "Screw that it, will never, let's let, let's let's let, let's have the Lions happen. win." That will never, <laughs> ever, ever happen. The Bears are a staple franchise; have been around since the beginning of time in football. And they have never, and I repeat, never fired a coach in season. Oh, in a hundred years of existence, they in a hundred years of existence, the Bears have never. It's a principle with them: never fired a coach within the season. The other thing is, they said that the the source that reported it is someone like a source that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. yeah. His name is Mike Babchek. He, he's yeah. the morning man. I'm just but, saying I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's not like fucking Schefter is reporting this or anything like that. You know, this is some other... But, uh, but why is that outlet. even a surprise? The Bears have had four or five game losing streaks each of the past three years. I mean, of course he should be fired or he's going to get mm-hmm. fired. They should have their NFL franchise taken away from them if they don't fire McNatty at the end of the year. At the end of the year, sure, let them go. They will never fire him with it in season. Yeah. I but think that the um, Bear, I, th- I believe that the Bears are the only franchise in sports to ever do that. Wow. All right. And and, and, and one thing, Blau's, uh, if David Blau starts with this, would be his second Thanksgiving Day start. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who would have thought that? Go ahead, yeah. Tyback. No, um, and and another thing, I think the uh, the Bears fans need to calm it down and not do the chance at his kids' a high school football game. Like, 
come on. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for, hey, at the, at the game or whatnot, on social media, the, the chance and, and posting and saying, hey, get rid of Nagy. But not at, at a high school football game where, the, where the, his son is playing. Uh, you don't want to bring that. I think that's right. just people, if people if people in Texas in high school could do that for the high school football coach, yeah. why can't they do that in the NFL? Yeah, screw it. Hey, if you, <sighs> you when you're coaching the NFL, hey, you get paid a lot of money. So hey, I, I just look at it as as that like I feel sorry for the kids that are playing that have no association besides that the one kid's father is the is the head head uh, head football coach. For the for the Bears. He's a rich he's a rich kid in a private school. Nobody I know. Him. Listen, fucking what's his face? Mike Mike McCarthy lost his fucking mind at a high school basketball game a couple <laughs> years ago. Nobody yeah. fucking brings that fucking bullshit up either. We want to thank SJ one eight seven for joining us. Said what is up, guys? Not much. Just talking a little football. Get ready for Thanksgiving football tomorrow. Um, B Dow, what game are you looking forward to most watching tomorrow? He's still with us, but he always got on Yo, mute. He might muted, not be my bad. No, definitely oh, Bills. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, dude. Yeah, definitely a Bills. I want to see the Bills. I got Allen as my quarterback. So and that's, your, and that's your wife's team. And my wife's team. And yes, my pseudo, <laughs> pseudo team this year. Okay. Uh, so talking Bill to the Saints. guys. All right. Just talking to the guys. Okay. Ruh-roh. <laughs> <laughs> Ruh-roh, wow. oh. Ruggie. Wow. You know what? Every woman is crazy except crazy. Lily. Dude, I came home last night. Usually I know what what would your reaction be to this? I come home by 11:20. I open the door. My wife's naked moving furniture around. What would your reaction be? <laughs> yeah. You know if What's I was 30 on? years younger, it might do some for me, but the fact that uh. You are moving okay, furniture okay. and this stuff. Is be, when I this get is, off work in my way, I'm pissed. This is gonna like, this is gonna be this is gonna be inappropriate. How old is your wife? My wife's fifty. Yeah, I'm forty-four. Well, what is I'm not horny, I'm pissed. You're no, in my way. Menop- menopause, you go through hot flashes like fucking crazy. No, I, I asked her why she was doing it. She was like, I was getting ready to get in the shower, and then I got distracted trying to move all this stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I, 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 I was just like, you know what? I was like. With a drawing? I was like, you need Ritalin. I was like, you need Ritalin. I don't care how old you are. You need fucking Ritalin. <laughs> Who, who the, takes the their jo- clothes off? Like, that's what I'm saying. Who takes their clothes off to get in the shower? And they're like, oh, hold on. Let me move this furniture out yeah. of the house. Really? You know, you know what? Stuff like that. I like, do it what all the time. Fuck? You know what? The recliner at, like, is, is at off 10 a little o'clock bit. at night, like you're in my way. I just got home from work. I want to shower. You're in my way. My bathroom. Like, you couldn't do this the other seven hours while I was at work? Oh, oh like, well, I mean, I was just like, uh, I had to take my meds real quick. Ah. Dirty, yeah, dirty had to calm down. <laughs> oh man, great! Uh, you always you always bring the fire with the stories, dirty. Let They're crazy. Oh, You're not crazy, Lily. You're not crazy, Lily. But the rest no, of them, Lily's, they're Lily's insane. The yeah, Lily, yeah. Especially since she wants to uh, get that Flacco jersey. No, don't even with the fucking Flacco jersey. All right. Wow, that's happening. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Tieback, what game are you looking forward to tomorrow? 
Um, the Bills Saints. All right, so everyone's on the Bills yeah. Saints. Okay. All right. I'm not. Um, well, yeah, you're not because you just you the game you just wanted on, so you cannot pay attention. I right? want oh, I, cool. I want to be fucking entertained. That's what sports is, entertainment. I want to be entertained, mm-hmm. and that's going to be fucking god awful and just fucking entertaining. Because I'm going to sit back and I'm going to laugh. It's like watching a jet game. It's just fucking all right. Fun. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch all three games, and and and, and it's going to be a complete shit show for the Lions Bears. And I think the Cowboys are just going to beat the crap out of the Raiders. I maybe if everybody's healthy for the Cowboys, but I think. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch the Bills Saints uh, at night. Big okay. Derek Carr day. I'm just saying. Yeah, let's see. Sugar, <laughs> Sugar Shane, which one are you excited to see? Thanks, Sugar Shane. But for you, Thanks, I'll Shane. say it. I'm ex- I'm 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 looking forward to the Cowboys and Raiders because I can't wait for the cow all the Cowboys fans to be let down by them once again. You know, oh, oh, love, and love all let- of that. You want to put an under over of of uh, them fucking around with the fucking Salvation Army bell? Oh my god! Like oh, yeah. Every fucking year, <laughs> the bit is over. Just let it go. You think Zeke Zeke jumps into the Salvation Army yeah. bowl? Yeah, yeah definitely. Probably. You're probably right. So, all right. Well, that that about wraps it up for this week, fellas. We got a couple minutes left. So, dirty. Anything you want? Any final two minutes thoughts? Like one minute. No, happy Thanksgiving for everyone who's off and not working while I will be at work watching football and getting paid to do nothing. Nice. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Dirty. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. What about you? Any final thoughts, uh, (laughs) B-Dow? No, I'm good. We're good. I think you heard enough from me. (laughs) Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. I'm just happy that you're still alive that Amy didn't kill you. Yeah, remember, hey, hey, if you yeah. need help, if there's abuse, you know, <laughs> give us a sign, man. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a number we could call. Uh, just throw, just put, throw, up the bat, throw up the bat symbol, all right? Put up three, <laughs> put up three turkey emojis on Twitter. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe a Christmas tree. I'm a fucking Christmas trees I got around here. Oh, <sighs> oh shit. She's mad now. She heard me kiss her Christmas tree. <laughs> love you, love you, love you. I love we your love trees, you. babe. I love we your eighty seven fucking trees. Yeah, they love you too. All right. Well, Happy Thanksgiving. Any, anything from you, tie back? No, I got nothing. Just uh, enjoy the the holiday, boys, and uh, and just have fun with your family. Yeah, Brooke. Yeah, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Fuck the Rangers. Fuck the NHL for fucking making the Islanders play this game. I'm fucking sick of it. They need to pick this shit up, but I'm thankful for uh, another year of health. That's all I really care about. Oh, and, and, oh Harbor, I love you and, too. Oh, come the fuck on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm, a Rubik doesn't like you uh, telling uh, Harbor I love you. Yeah, no, I know. Here we go! Oh, Islanders must Dog score. Let's go! <laughs> Yes, I did. All right, I'm about to be done. Which one are you? Wait, I'm the one with the bat symbol. That one. I'm back. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say right. happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for checking out our uh, little Thanksgiving special that we did tonight here on a Wednesday night tailgate. Um, make sure you check out Toilet Bowl Club Saturday morning, 7 Eastern time right here on – well, 6 Eastern time, right? 6? No, 7. 
7 Eastern. 7. Here, 7 Eastern here on Podbean. Make sure you out, check out Sunday Night Crapper this Sunday. 7, no, 8.30 or 8.20, somewhere around then. He'll be going live. I'll, I might be joining him. We'll see. I'll got a long ride back. I got to drop Addison off on Sunday, drive up to Arkansas, and then back. It's about 12 hours round trip, so we'll see if I make Yikes. it on this Sunday. And then make sure you check out Tuesday, Billy and Leo, the shit show sports talk show here at 6 o'clock on a pod bean. And then we'll be back uh, Wednesday. Go ahead, Tyback. I, I don't know if you want to call it a sports show anymore. I don't know what time they start. They're, they're, they're more in left field than we are sometimes. Yeah, I have no idea what they do when they, they Yesterday they started at 5 o'clock Eastern, and Billy's saying that they they talk that, that it's more than just sports. It's just a talk show. All right. Shit show sport. Shit show talk show. There we go. <laughs> Check them out Tuesday. The shit show. Right? We also want to thank the gobbledygooker. Gobble, gobble, gobble. All right? I know you've been saying it all night. Gobble, 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 gobbledygooker. All right? We'll be back Wednesday, 730, right here on Podbean. Back to our regular schedule football talk. So, for Mike Ruick, for Tyback, I'm Drill Sarnzi, and this is the Wednesday Night Tailgate where the tailgate party never ends. Have a happy Thanksgiving. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Bang, bang.